Welcome back to Emmaism, a philosophy podcast for students of philosophy, because that really is what we all are, seekers of knowledge. So it's almost the end of the semester, um, and it's been getting me thinking, what am I taking away from this year, and what did I learn about the big questions of my existence? (laughs) You know, only things that really a philosophy major ponders. Um... But in that pondering, I haven't, I, I've been um, a little bit lax in uh, preparing for this podcast because I've been doing my final paper for philosophy and, you know, culmination portfolios for um, my ancients class. But um, those have been going well. And my big essay, I basically talked through last week. So I didn't think you guys wanted to hear any more about Augustine, um, though you probably will, because one of my agenda items this um, summer is reading The City of God. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but um, today, I'm going to be like kind of riffing off of um, one of the pieces that I wrote earlier this semester, um, not in philosophy. We'll take a break from Augustine again, um, though I, no promises that I won't mention him in this podcast. But um, it's called, um, I'm doing this for, like with my moderns class, um, and we read Tolstoy's The Death of Ivan Ilyich. And that's a, that's a famous piece. Um, a lot of people read it, either in like a literature class, a philosophy class, humanities class, whatever you want. But it, it's beneficial to read at any age. Um, I can ensure you it's not long. It's not super heavy unless you look into it as I do and as I'm about to do but it gives you some good insight into how other people choose to live their lives and how they die um and so how the end looks for them um in whatever form that takes so um my essay was called living in the face of death and it was about how to live and love in the face of death as it's certain to all humans and it's something we all can live uh, or learn from. Um, so, yeah, death is universal to all human beings. We're temporal, earthly beings who progress from birth through life to death. It's just certain. But this, there's a tension between life and death, and it creates feelings of awkwardness and deferral. Because generally, people don't like to acknowledge or confront their mortality. I mean, how many people do you know that love to think about what happens about life after death or even love to think about their death um it's not something that the average person likes to think about because it's just weird to us because we're temporal we're grounded in earth so we can fathom a temporal thing disappearing we've all experienced it we we know what happens but us disappearing our existence ending that just seems like completely like just foreign to us. Um, so it's, it's really hard. Um, but Tolstoy's The Death of Ivan Ilyich, um, in there, the meaning of life and love in the face of death is revealed through the actions and thoughts of Ivan Ilyich, who dies in, of an agonizing, mysterious illness. Um, so just for some background, he lives in a society where illness is seen as an inconvenience and death is perceived as something foreign to the living person. Um, so they're, they're just his use of, like, screens and masks of, like, um, get, like, just being alienated and evading death because 
at least, like, there's this mentality of, at least it wasn't me who died. Um, and they use Ivan Ilyich's death as um, professional advancement that his co-workers did. And um, attending funerals and mourning is just a pretense. It's an outward obligation. It's artificiality of sociability. It's just social duplicity. Um, like, these are the people in the story that go play cards after the funeral. Because going to the funeral is just a play. It was just a little acting experience um and it's just in lightness of social artifice um versus the heaviness of reality of death it's a frivolous thing versus a very weighty thing and there's that just tension between there um and Yvonne suffered of this because his wife just was dismissed his death the doctor dismissed his death as just a matter of the kidney and liver and Yvonne really understood that this is his mortality. He is dying. This is the end of his life. Okay, so Ivan Ilyich does not conform to this view of death that the average person in his society has. Um, he lives the last moments of his earthly life embracing and making peace with his mortality. He reflects on his past life and the moral offenses he's committed throughout his life to ponder the question of whether or not he lived his life justly. And that's also some big question that none of us really think about do we live our life justly how do we orient ourselves and Ivan evaluates his temporal and eternal relationships and how to live and navigate through them with death shadowing his actions so he evaluates his relationship with the lens of death because he learns how to look that way and perceive as though he knows more mortality is certain because we all do um the death of Ivan Ilyich demonstrates that in the face of death, individuals find their ultimate resting in by confronting their mortality, embracing their past, and savoring the nature of their temporal and eternal relationships, like I just said. And this basically just suggests that individuals are called to return to their humanity and ultimately concede to the shared and final passage, which is death, in a peace and re- peaceful and restful manner. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the big takeaway from this. Um, and the big question of, like, why or how do we live and evaluate our relationships in the face of death? Because um, it's certain. Um, and so to find comfort in his certain death, Ivan Ilyich converses with himself, ultimately embracing his mortality and accepting his death as essential and right. I use right in a way that is just certain. Um, it's just true. Death is true. Um, Yvonne recognizes that the further his illness went, the more real the awareness of approaching death also came with it. Um, Yvonne Ilyich did not commit hubris as to dismiss his mortality as the doctors did who quantified Yvonne's struggle, like I said before, as a matter of the kidney or the appendix or the liver, not a matter of life and death. Um, Ivan resolved this matter of life and death by abandoning his focus on the temporal, which are his organs, and focusing on the greater concepts of his life, which are more, is his mortality. Um, by shifting his orientations um, and like focusing on the eternal, so by shifting his orientations and desires away from the temporal, Ivan abandoned the social practice or like the societal norm of averting and disregarding death. Um, before his illness, Ivan was part of the legal system, and he, he played games with his colleagues. Um, the, like the event, like I, what I was talking about earlier with his funeral, um, like you know, similar to the games the colleagues played <laughs> or participated in after his funeral. 
by quitting the game, the ultimate game that society enforces, all that had really previously screamed, screened and formally hidden and wiped out the consciousness of death for him now could no longer produce the effect for Yvonne. Um, so w- once he decided to abandon the game of society and orient himself toward what is certain and true, he couldn't use the same like temporal escapes because he was so he 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 transformed his way of thought um Yvonne came to terms with his mortality and gained the consciousness of death consciousness of death um in his intense suffering he couldn't really he could no longer turn to temporal entertainment like card games theater going that his peers commonly reported to and resorted to like in an attempt to avert the thought of impending death uh Yvonne struggled with this um newly gained agency to live and think in a way that's aware of and concerning death because he couldn't really rid himself of death and what was worst of all is that death drew him it's to itself so that he would do something but only so that he could look death straight in the eye and suffer inexpressibly that's just a terrible thought but it's necessary in coming to peace with your mortality um Yvonne could not escape his awareness of death, and while he suffered, he could only live by looking in the face of death at all times. As long as the pain was there, in his kidney or appendix, wherever it was, death loomed closely. With that, Yvonne reflects on his temporal life, saying that life and a series of ever-increasing sufferings races faster and faster toward its end, the most dreadful suffering. Mortality is the impending death that is common to all temporal beings. I said it before, I'll say it again, it's true. Each day of our lives is one step closer to the end of our life. Um, I'm not even saying that lightly, it's just, it's true. And you have to learn how to see that in the human experience. Yvonne finds validation in defining life in this way. And we can't too, because it encompasses the feelings of suffering in the sphere of the common human experience, which is life. It puts our feelings and our experiences on a universal. Ultimately, Yvonne's consolation and understanding his mortality demonstrates that this type of recognition is essential in completing upon the revival of one's death. Um, in addition to this, Yvonne like, also um, reflects on his past moral offenses and evaluates whether he lived right life justly and so he can live his last moments of life forgiven and aware um Ivan encounters a turning point in his journey of recognition of death where he asks himself if he lived right through his worsening illness Ivan seems to be taken by his childhood as we are we have nostalgia we want the snow cone we had when we were five years old on vacation like <laughs> it's just something that gives us joy brings us joy memories bring us joy um for comfort and consolation he resorts to memories of his childhood too and while reflecting on his life the further back his soul recollection went the more life there was he recognized as as soon as he really like deviated from the morally pure and innocent foundation of his child life he just committed acts that were so oriented toward the temporal that it was just disgusting um for instance during law school he committed acts which have formerly seemed to give him seemed to him of great violence but subsequently after law school acts committed were committed by highly placed people and were not really considered bad so his moral outlook changed as soon as he oriented his desires to the temporal from the eternal because ch- children are just 
fascinated with the eternal questions. Um, with this, um, before his encounter with death, um, and before he was forced to become aware of his mortality, um, Ivan Ilyich strove to live a life that was pleasant and decent, according to those same highly placed people. Um, so he, he tried to live his life, uh, trying to conform to society, and now, after you know, suffering kidney problems, in the face of death, he realizes that the good way of life has a completely different purpose than the social norm. Um, as he reasons later, he was steadily going downhill while imagining going up, and so it was. In the public opinion, he was going uphill, and exactly to that extent, life was slipping away from under him. Ivan exposes the fragmented and superficial society that he participated in throughout his entire life. He exposed it. <laughs> no longer can Ivan Ilyich evade torment from those haunting, upheld, morally questionable principles. He cherished the joy and goodness that his childhood presented, and he put them on a scale of wanting that at the at his deathbed. Um, Ivan Ilyich put up a fight within himself until he realized there was nothing left to defend. He couldn't defend his morally questionable actions as he chose to orient himself toward the temporal. Um, he couldn't do it. Um, during the last moments of his life and with his self-questioning, Ivan Ilyich attempted to juggle impossible questions like, did I live rightly? And pair, this was paired with the question of, um, if I didn't live rightly, then how could I have not if I did everything one ought to do in society? From this initial questioning, he reflected in a way that resulted in him realizing that his moral offenses were not really worth defending because there's no adequate defenses. He realizes that he, if he didn't live rightly on an individual scale, but he did everything that was supposed to be done on a, a societal scale, then society is wrong. Um, in the face of death, Ivan Ilyich reflected on his past life for comfort, and when comfort wasn't found, he searched for an answer why. And asking why, Ivan Ilyich is able to reorient his thinking from conforming to social normalcy to living right in the midst of death. He goes from the communal wrong to the individual wrong and blames his individual self, but then takes the agency position to reorient himself in the face of death. Okay. Now that we have that straight, let me take a moment to breathe. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so Yvonne's living in the face of death shines light on the fragile nature of temporal relationships and how that differs from the eternal and all-encompassing nature of eternal relationships. Because Ivan Ilyich was tormented that no one wanted to acknowledge what they all knew and he knew that he was dying, but they wanted to lie to him about his terrible situation and they forced him to participate in that lie. Yvonne acted in an adversarial way toward members of his family as well as his friends because they were just dancing around the question of death. That's what everyone did in the society though. The funeral and the asking if he was okay was just a pretense. It was social duplicity because they were dancing around the, this essential question, this essential aspect of the human condition, and just dismissed Yvonne's very real feeling and experience in this essential thing to the human condition, which is death. His experience in death was dismissible by people who weren't concerned with death because they didn't think it was about them. It is about them. It's about everyone. Because it's common to all human beings. Um, 
Most notably, he was fueled with sentiments of anger by his wife's actions and inability to admit his evident progression towards death. His wife's touch specifically makes him suffer a flood of hatred for her. And that's terrible. Um, but though he did initially hate his wife for her sentiments of disruption and lack of care for his illness in the face of death, Ivan Ilyich chose to ask her for forgiveness. He, obviously, he made his hate known. He made his just complete contempt known because he just was so caught up in people not recognizing and validating his experience but he asked for forgiveness um he explicitly says that he feels sorry for his wife instead of yearning for pity and the recognition of his mortality he is pitying others out of love and understanding of the common human temporal condition we dance around death though he could not quite make the exact like intended words for reconciliation out to like his family he wanted to say like forgive but said forego and he wasn't really able to correct himself because he was literally dying um he waved his hand and then he he said this is like right from the text um he knew that the one who had to understand would understand um who's the one Okay, so um, this last attempt at forgiveness and repairing the temporal bonds that are bound within his earthly timeline is corrupted. This last attempt is corrupted because of his increasing illness. Um, however, this, this attempt to reconcile and forgive is not really lost because he's heard and understood fully by the divine. Yeah, the divine's back in this, you know? Orientation of the temporal, orientation of the eternal. Obviously, the divine's in plane. The one, the one, I'm, who's the one? The one who has to understand, that will understand, is God. God understands his plea for forgiveness and his pity for others. Ivan reoriented his desires from an egocentric perspective to a common, loving, human perspective. Um, so yeah, uh, not only really is um, Ivan Ilyich's dead body um, an experience, a reproach, a reminder to the living, but... Ivan Ilyich's story serves the same purpose to Tolstoy's audience. And, and my audience, I'm not going to flex, I think you guys are taking something out of this today, and this hopefully will be it. Um, Tolstoy's The Death of, of Ivan Ilyich assigns meaning to living and loving in the face of death. Society must confront their mortality, no matter how uncomfortable resolving this tension may be, and they must embrace life with the perspective of that new lens. Ivan Ilyich's experience with, the li with living in the face of death is applicable and teachable in order to have a morally sound foundation for society society must make peace with its temporality and each individual's mortality without the awareness of death we're unable to understand our place in relationship with others our personal experiences and whatever our places within the historical continuum if we are to find tranquility within ourselves in relation to our mortality, we must admit our temporality, reflect on our lives thus far, and evaluate our relationships with both the eternal and temporal. And it's okay to be upset that our life ends. It's okay to be uncomfortable with the thought of mortality, but just coming to peace with it and understanding that it is true and common gives you a different perspective on how to associate with and re relate with others because if you understand that there's this end in sight and um or not inside but a certain end you can choose to orient yourself in a way that makes you live justly makes you live live rightly and um it would be very fulfilling um but i 
that's all I have for today's Amazon podcast. Um, I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll be back next time for new exploration. Until then, keep searching for the truth, and happy um, finals week. And um, this is the last episode of season two. So, woo! Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys. All right, see you next time.